Gravelly voice is good for radio, don't you know that? Hey there. Welcome hey. to KSDB 97.1. You're tuned into The Crunch. <laughs> good that was a good intro nice soft smooth we're about to take you in for 30 minutes of uninterrupted commercial free jazz (laughs) sit tight drink that scotch because you're gonna need it now it's time for jazz plus jazz equals jazz (laughs) i've never listened to jazz before in my life so i don't know anything about it i don't know about you. well it's a um it's a it's music yep and Music for pretentious people. If you listen to jazz, <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm going to quote you in that, and then one, and my friend Daniel's going to unfollow you. Do it, Daniel. I don't need the followers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This banter is over. Um, welcome to The Crunch, everybody. Uh, this is Ethan, a.k.a. Bropossel. And I'm Patrick, at Catholic Pat. Uh, this is our 10th episode, which is super hype. We've been doing this for 10 weeks, which is crazy to think about. feels yeah, like it was just yesterday that we started. Um, everything's been going well. Thank you to everybody who's been supporting us on Patreon. Um, that is still up. Link will be in the description again. Um, very, very cool. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, all of that good stuff. Um, before we begin today, I just wanted to give a little shout-out um, we're going to do this thing. It's called the crunch of the week. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. Um, I was uninformed. I'm excited. Too. Yeah. No, this is news. This is news to Patrick. We talked for like an hour before this, but I didn't mention it to him. <laughs> um, but I want to uh, give a shout out to the people that leave reviews on the podcast. Because um, I think that's very important and we really appreciate people that leave reviews. So there's one that I really liked uh, that was just this week that I want to read. This is from Miller Sisters, whoever you are. This is the first podcast I've ever listened to with regularity, and it's phenomenal. If you're a young person trying to reconcile your faith with what you see in the media or on your college campus every day, listen. This is a great reminder not to take yourself too seriously and that dank memes drive disciples. 10 out of 10 would highly recommend. That's the best line ever. Dank memes drive disciples. I'm going to use that every day of my life now. That's Very insane. cool. But thank you for the review. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all the others that have left reviews. We'll get to you um, in the crunch of the week. If you'd like to be on the crunch of the week, leave a review on the podcast and we'll read it out loud. It'd be pretty cool. Pretty hype. Don't you think, Patrick? I think so. Man, there I, you go. I kind of want to look at the reviews now. Where do I find them? There's only five. And you have to search the podcast and like click on it. You can't just like access the reviews from your My Podcast page. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a it's a whole deal. The podcast management from iTunes side of things is really difficult and weird, but hey, we only have 12 we have 12 ratings, but they're all five stars. There you go. That must mean we're the best. Accurate. Anyway, um you ready to get rolling on this? Oh, I'm so ready to get rolling. I'm pretty excited. Right. Um I do you want me to intro it? I guess I will. Yeah. Um all right. So this will be interesting. I was looking through my journal and because we needed a topic for today and we didn't really have one. And we had a few ideas, but they weren't fully formed enough to make a coherent 
30 minute long podcast. And so um, I was looking through my journal at some notes that I had taken at mass this semester. And I found one from October 21st, 2016. So if you want to know the readings for that day, look it up because that's what inspired this. But um, there's this thing that I have circled that says podcast in all capital letters next to it. And I figured it'd be good to go off of since my past self thought it was good. So um, the quote is, I assume from the homily, and it says, God isn't going to reward us for everything we do. God isn't going to reward us for everything we do. And I think that's so important because I like to pray for things and I want them to happen to me. Uh, see our first ever podcast, God's Not Your Wingman. You know, I'll pray for a girlfriend and just expect God to grant me one because I'm praying and doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And that's typical of human behavior to just want things and expect to get them, especially in today's day and age where everything is so instant gratification. You know, you post a meme, you get 10 favorites. It's just how it works. And that doesn't necessarily work that way with God. He's not um, the same. We're not on the same level as him, which sounds super simple, but God and us are not equals. Think about the parent-child relationship, you know. Your parents don't have to give you whatever you want because they are not on the same level as you. More, you're not on the same level as them. You don't deserve them giving you whatever you want because you're like two, you know. Whereas we don't deserve, you know, everything. Like if I, I pray all the time for the ability to fly, just on the off chance that it could happen, you know. Like, God hit me up. I want to fly. But Saint Joseph Cupertino, just right? Out windows. Yeah, just because God can do something doesn't mean he's just going to give it to us because we asked for it. Um, we don't deserve that. And the idea that this is the case, that if we are good people and that if we pray to God and he'll just give us what we pray for, uh, the idea that that happens is called the prosperity gospel. And that's something super damaging. That's what Joel Osteen preaches a lot on. Um my dad hates Joel Osteen. I love messing with him. Like when we walk through Target and you like see his book with his face on it, I go, hey, dad, it's your favorite preacher. He goes, oh, I hate Joel Osteen. <laughs> it's super funny. But um, that's kind of the message that he and a lot of other kind of televangelist preachers have is uh, pray and God will give you what you need. And that's all there is to it. Mm. Right? I don't know. What do you think? What's your, I don't know what else to say on that. Yeah, and the reference to the God's Not Your Wingman podcast, the OG podcast. OG. <clears throat> that's SoundCloud.com. Like, <laughs> that's like, that, that 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 was what resonated with me the most about, um, <clears throat> looking back at my past, I, I, um, I expected a lot from God in terms of relationships um, and spent a majority of my time in youth ministry um, pining after and wondering why I wasn't in a relationship. Same, dude. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. Same. So hard. I just wanted to date everyone. <laughs> and I'm over it. You know, even and even now that I, I have a girlfriend, it's like, oh, was... look, there's more waiting to do. You know, it's like that even even now that I've I've achieved the goal that I thought was my goal, there's still longer to go. And so I kind of I've kind of started thinking ahead in terms of like marriage, how like marriage is gonna have more goals too so i'm not gonna just like sit and wait for marriage like i sat and waited for a girlfriend um but yeah that's good that's not your wingman you said you had a you said you had a story yeah yeah, yeah. i'm really excited um for that story. this is this is interesting so um as i mentioned in the saints podcast i believe um 
daily prayer is a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like within the past couple of months, I started in July. Um, and so with that has come lots and lots of benefits. You can see them almost immediately when you start to pray that your life doesn't get better, but you do notice things happening in a different way. And you notice kind of, I don't know, it's really hard to put into words. Can I don't, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. You, you're, um, you think of things more eternally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. And so, uh, I started praying and, uh, one of the big things in my life, at least over the summer and kind of right now, um, is this youth group that I volunteer with over the summers. And I've talked about it before. If you followed me over the summer, I would always post videos of them and talk about how, you know, how much fun I was having going on Steubenville trips and all this stuff with these kids. Um, because I loved hanging out with them. They were so smart and they challenged me in so many ways and they're just way more fun than anybody I'd been hanging out with my age, which sounds really (laughs) weird, but they're just balls of fire for Christ. And it's just awesome to be around. And so, um, when I got back to school, I was praying a lot about kind of my future, my job, because I'm in engineering and engineering is okay. Like I'm good at it. I can do it. There's nothing really wrong with it, but a lot of my friends tell me, Ethan, this isn't your passion. You're not, you're not passionate about this, um, which more and more I've come to recognize is true just because they see me kind of doing things like this, uh, this podcast, or they see me on Twitter and they see me uh, reading articles about Catholicism and talking about Catholicism all the time. They're like, your passion is with the Catholic Church. It's not with engineering. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I still need a job though, you know, uh, just being in love with Catholicism doesn't pay the bills, unfortunately. And so I was praying a lot about what to do next summer. Cause I had an internship. I've had lots of internships in my life because I'm very hireable. I don't know why, but I just got the face for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you can't find a job, I'll pray for you. But I was really worried about, um, this job. I really didn't want to get offered the same job that I had last summer. Cause I really didn't like it that much. And so I was worried if they had offered it to me again, I was going to have to like accept because like they re- they saw something in me. They wanted to work with me again and I just didn't know what to do. So I was praying a lot about, you know, what to do if I got offered this job again. Um, and the day that I prayed a rosary with the only intention of this job, um, I got a phone call as I was walking out of the church that said, hey, um, we've decided to move in a different direction. We're not going to hire you back. And I was thrilled. Right. Normally everybody's like, oh, that's so sad. You know, <laughs> you didn't get hired back, whatever. No, I was, I was happy. I was like, yes, this is a definite definitive sign of, you know, my prayer is working. God's working in my life. This is great. This is awesome. And so I figured that was like a very clear step that I was going to work at this different company that was way close to my house. Um, my dad works there. Like I love everything about it. Um, I was, this was like the goal from day one, starting in engineering. Like I wanted to work at this place, you know, if I was going to work anywhere in engineering. And so I figured that was just a clear sign that I was going to go and do this thing. And so I go to the career fair, I get an interview. The guy really likes me. I do a phone interview, all this stuff. Um, fumbled my way through this like academic test that they made me take. Um, they're like, here, find this, uh, you know, Bodhi plot of the voltage gain of this BJT circuit. I'm like, uh, okay. I did this like three years ago. I don't remember what. Anyway, so I made it through all the way. I thought everything was going great. Everybody was talking, you know, well about me. I thought it was going to be fine. But then I uh, 
got an email that said, hey, we're not hiring you. And I was like, oh, but I prayed about this. <laughs> you know, I thought it was supposed to happen. <laughs> what the heck, God? Why you got to do me like that, huh? Like, I was so mad. I wasn't mad. I was just really frustrated because I thought I was so positive that it was going to happen because I had God on my side. You know, why wouldn't it happen? You know? Mm-hmm. And so I started applying to other places and kept praying about it because I didn't know what to do. I considered applying to uh, be a live teen missionary this summer. I, like, had the application open and was, like, halfway done with it um, when I got another email. This is, like, a month and a half later, right? So over this whole time, I was just kind of wallowing in self-pity. Like, oh, I didn't get the job. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not going to be able to be at home with my youth group kids. I'm not going to be able to be uh, at home with my family. I'm going to have to move to some other city. It's going to suck. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, and so a month and a half later, I'm like filling out this life teen application because I'm really, you know, I don't know what else to do. I figured this is what God was telling me to do. He's like, you're not getting any other jobs. So you might as well be a missionary which I don't think is a good way to determine whether or not you should be a missionary. But <laughs> I can't get a girlfriend. Uh, Might as well be a priest. It's kind yeah, of exactly. <laughs> and so um, on that day, I got an email from this company that said, hey, are you still interested in that spot? And I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is not <laughs> the question. And so uh, they called me back, and I was supposed to have another interview with a hiring manager, but they, they said, you know, we don't need to talk to you again. We're just ready to hire you. And apparently there had been some kind of mistake with me getting a rejection email that I shouldn't have gotten. And now I'm working there this summer and it's right by the church that I'm volunteering at and it's at home and it's, I get to wear shorts to work and all of these things. I'm super, super excited about it. Nice. But it just didn't happen in the way that I was expecting it to. Mm -hmm. And this whole like two month long process has taught me that it's not, it doesn't happen based on like how much you pray Although it kind of does, you know, prayer is important. And I think ultimately the end result didn't only happen because of prayer, but prayer definitely had a part in it. But the fact that it didn't happen the way that I wanted it to is significant because I was expecting, like God knows what you're expecting when you're praying. You know, he knows if you're expecting something to happen tomorrow and the way that uh, his will will work in our lives will be based on our expectations as well as what we ask for you know? Mm-hmm. And so we can't expect, it's hard to say like, we can't expect too much of him because he can do anything, you know, and we shouldn't limit God or we shouldn't put God in a box. You know, we should be very open to what he's going to do, but we also shouldn't expect him to just instantly reward us whenever we want something. And that's just kind of been the whole lesson throughout this whole process is, you know, yes, maybe one time you might've gotten a response immediately after you prayed for it, but that might have also been the time that you needed to hear it and wasn't at all related with the fact that you, you know, had just prayed for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so especially with these secular things like getting a job, getting a girlfriend, um, school, like how often do you pray before a test, you know, and then you end up doing fine on it. Is it because you prayed or is it because you actually studied, you know? Think about what is actually happening in your prayer, and are you looking for a relationship with God and not just asking Him for things? I think we tend to look at prayer as if it's like the lucky charm that gets yeah. you what you want, which is yeah. pagan. <laughs> pagan. To borrow from paganism, uh, fortune favors the bold. Or is that a pagan from... quote? What is that a pagan quote? Fortune favors the bold. 
It is pagan. Sorry, Ethan froze. So, oh, I didn't freeze. Patrick oh, froze. Yeah. We both anyway. froze. Anyway, Carry yeah, on. no, it's pagan. It's pagan because like fortune, the goddess fortune. Anyway, so interesting. Fortune favors the bold, or you could say aura at labora, which is a little more Catholic. Uh, you know, pray and work. Um, that too. You have to. It's not that. It's not that prayer gets you what you want. It's that prayer guides your actions so that you want what God wants, and Whoa. what God wants, and what God wants always happens. You know. True. If you're That's such a fact. Work. Yeah. Like if God wants it to happen and you are praying for it, it's going to happen because God will. You're connecting with God and you're kind of getting on the same wavelength as God. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, man, I really want this thing. God's like, good, I want it too. Let's move it. it. It makes it easier for you to cooperate with the grace that God wants to give you because if God wants to give you something, I have to amend what I said. If God wants to give you something and you're not going to cooperate with that gift, it's not going to happen. There you go. That's I was about to say something about that. but Yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. So you're going to be heretical, and we can't have that on The Crunch. Exactly. Get out of town. So what's like a practical way that that can happen? Because I know for me, you know, daily prayer, daily rosary is good, but is there a way to kind of specifically uh, align your will with God's? Is there a way? Is there a type of prayer? Is there a prayer attitude? Is there Mm. a certain way to meditate that makes it easier for us to understand to kind of surrender our wills because that's like I said it's just a naturally difficult thing as humans to want to surrender yourself to somebody else because we're very much independent creatures we want to yeah. do our own thing you know what does that look like you think I'm, I'm glad you brought up meditation St. Francis de Sales shout out has some good tips on meditation the OG um, tips quote unquote they're pretty much just like this is how you do it <laughs> but so meditation it starts with the consideration. So, like, a consideration could be anything from, like, um, a Bible passage to a mystery of the rosary to, like, what I'm going to eat for breakfast this morning. Um, probably not that. That would be a little, um, re- whatever, worthless. Anyway, um, so you start with, like, this consideration. And in meditation, what you're trying to do is you're trying to, do, to discern the voice of God as opposed to the voice of yourself and the voice of the adversary. So when you feel a tug in yourself towards something you need to be able to discern whether that tug is from your passion from god or is it a temptation so um this could be anything from like should i go talk to that person um and network with them should i go and pursue this girl should i um, yes (laughs) should i sign up for this class (laughs) so you have to be able to discern where that tug is coming from and the way you do that is through meditation so like daily rosaries are great but they're not good if you're not meditating. Um, same with Lectio Divina. Same with the Mass. If you're not meditating during those prayers, you're losing the soul of the prayer. So you have to, uh, when when we're meditating, we kind of get these, what St. Francis Sales calls affections. And these are like anything like, uh, I really want to be in a relationship with a holy woman. Or I really want um, to be kinder to my, to my friends. Mm-hmm. And these are kind of like general things that we notice about ourselves that God is kind of telling us like, this is something that I want you to fix. And, um, those affections to better yourself 
almost always come from God. I can't think of an instance where our pride would make us say like, I want to be more humble, you know, or like, Mm -hmm. I want to love people more. Um, So you have to turn those affections into resolutions by like saying, okay, I, I want to love people more and I want to, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take that affection. I'm going to apply it to this kid in my science class. And I'm going to be like, whenever I see him, I'm going to guard myself from hating him and I'm going to love him more. So kind of taking the affections we get from prayer and turning them into resolutions is how Ow. we work that. Oh, are you okay? I just hit my knee on the desk. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. <laughs> oh, crap. Everyone pray for Ethan. Carry on. <laughs> he won't be able to kneel at mass today. Um, so take, taking those affections and turning them into resolutions is how we practice that whole aura et labora thing, you know? So when you're meditating in prayer, we've already talked about this mm-hmm. in the prayer thing, but in case you're new or you don't remember, um, when you're in prayer and you feel a tug towards a certain good, towards a certain moral good, practice turning that into a reality as opposed to a fun feeling like, man, I'm totally going to be more loving today. You know, turn that into, I'm going to love my brother because he annoys me sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's practice. This is, this, you talking about this reminded me, it not reminded me, I think this is exactly what you're drawing it from um but there are like five steps to discernment Mm -hmm. and this is kind of be hopefully a more concrete way of what you you said what you said was really good and i took notes but what i think what's important is maybe some structure and so Mm -hmm. i have this in my journal which is perfect i didn't think we were going to go in this direction today but this is awesome Mm -hmm. so there's a there are five ways of discernment and they're kind of go in order and it's exactly what you said is first is discernment of the gifts what are you good at um have people in your life that tell you what you're good at what your gifts are um so that you know how to apply uh certain aspects of your spirituality in your everyday life because you should really focus on uh what your strengths are because we are really good at focusing on what we're bad at and so think about what your gifts are discern what your gifts are second thing is discern the spirit um, this is exactly what Patrick said. There's either um, thoughts from God, um, thoughts from the devil, or uh, thoughts from our imagination, and those are the only three options. It really doesn't. It's there's no one. No one else is in that equation, and so we need to discern what thoughts are from us, what thoughts are from the evil one, and what thoughts are from ourselves, um, and discern what is what. And we'll always know that fear is always from the evil one, and love is always from God. Um, so keep that in mind when you're discerning those things. The third one is discernment of intents. And this is what Patrick mostly talked about is what motivates us and what our good intentions are um, towards other people. Uh, and Patrick talked a lot about that one. The fourth one is uh, discerning the cause of the times that we live in, which is kind of an interesting one. Um, but think about uh, how Christ was contrary to society. Um, and no doubt that's because he discerned what, the times he was living in and what the cause, like why um, the, the the society was the way that it was as he was living in it. We should always be doing that same thing as well. Um, and the final one is discernment of what action to take. And this is the big one that yeah, you mentioned is that um, what action should we take? How should we put this into practice? How should we take this discernment and live it out in our lives? Um, and that's just as easy as praying, you know, God, what do you want me to do next? You know, what's the next step? And being open to whatever that is. Um, God does not necessarily whisper about 
the actions that he wants us to take, you know, um, he'll be, he'll be fairly obvious. You know, you can, you will know, you know, there are so many times that we know, like if you're at a party or if you're, um, kind of walking down the street and you see someone and you think, Oh, I should go over and talk to that person. Oh no. I'm just thinking that because I'm a Christian and I'm supposed to think that, you know, how often do we do that kind of thing? That's God telling us, go over and talk to that person, go and give that person a couple dollars, go and, um, you know, be love to someone that needs love. That's discernment of the action. And all of these things together will make you more reliant upon the Holy Spirit, which is never a bad thing, um, and not as egotistical. You know, forgetting our egos and forgetting who we are ultimately leads us to something greater, um, as is proved by my whole story earlier, is that, um, you know, I kept praying even after I got rejected and tried to submit my will to his um, so that the best possible outcome could come of it. And I'm hoping that this is the best possible outcome, that I'll be able to do a lot of work, you know, kind of in this office space and with these youth group kids again this summer. Um, But you never know. And even when it is the outcome that you want, there still could also be another aspect that you haven't thought of yet that God is intending for you. Uh, Long story short, God's plan for us isn't going to make us miserable. That's never, that's, that's really all that it boils down to is that God is, um, wants us to be happy with him. He doesn't want us to be happy in sin. He wants us to be happy with him. And that's why it's so important that our wills line up together. Yeah. Well, that was good. I didn't. I like it. Yeah. I, were you taking notes? I took notes. Time? Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's good stuff. I was hoping you weren't thinking I was rude. <clears throat> no. Just like looking away so from you. Just writing down. How dare you be writing while I'm talking? Get out of town. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, we, we kind of started out with the word like prosperity preaching. <clears throat> and uh, that has like different meanings for everyone. Um, I think like the first thing we usually think of is uh, is wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, prosperity preaching in a megachurch perspective is usually like, unfortunately, um bargaining you know of someone a preacher who's materially wealthy saying like this is just because i i am a good person and it's like yeah um and it's a shame when that's preached but we don't really uh hear that kind of preaching in catholic circles usually Mm -hmm. um especially from priests who have taken a vow of simplicity um i think the false prosperity that we wow hold on are you okay Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, I just got really like... I just really have trying to... I'm like a frog in my throat. Hold on. I'm going to take a sip of water. Do it. Ah, it's great. All right, I'm back. Perfect. The false prosperity that we have to worry about is the prosperity of immediacy. But um, mm-hmm. there is prosperity in the gospel. That's kind of... We stay away from the word prosperity. God wants us to be prosperous, like you said. Like mm-hmm. God wants us to be great. The glory of God is man fully alive. But like, what does that mean? The real prosperity is in perseverance. The real prosperity is in perseverance with God. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear so many times people leaving the Catholic Church because they weren't fed, or like even leaving Christianity as a whole because they weren't fed. That's kind of like the popular term, but it's that's because like the 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 feast isn't immediate. The feast is in a long time from now. You know, the feast is after you die. The 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 feeding comes later sainthood comes later and that's what we're going for Mm -hmm. um and if you persevere down this road there is prosperity because god wants you to be a saint yeah you can't be canonized while you're alive 
So you might as well just do the best you can while you're here and hope for the best. That's my plan, yeah. at least. Exactly. I'm still hoping on that flying thing. Definitely will get canonized if that happens. That'd be awesome. So I was, um... you'll also see me on the news because I'm going to market the crap out of myself as the, <laughs> as the flying Catholic. Instead of the flying nun, you'll be the flying Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That was an old reference. Great. I don't know if anybody would have gotten that. I got it. Okay, good. All right. But I was, I was, um, I was praying last night. I like a praise and worship thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of like. Heathen. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of sitting there and I was thinking, you know, I'm not the saint that God wants me to be yet, but I'm, I'm working. I kind of saw this, like, I kind of saw myself on this like spectrum, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, I wasn't in that place where I'm like, I'm never going to be a saint ever and God can't do anything with me. And I wasn't in that place that I so fa- I found myself so often in high school where I am perfect and I'm a saint now and there's nothing I could ever do to lose that. And that's a really good place to be, mm-hmm. to kind of understand who you are in terms of your journey to God. Um, and don't let the devil tell you that you're not anything. You know, don't ever let the de- devil tell you that you're not on the path to sainthood or that you're not... Um, that you don't need God. So, yeah. That's good. Wow. it's That went by way faster than I thought it was going to. The podcast itself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. already there. We are. Like, I just told a couple stories and stole some talking points from a, from a speaker that I saw, and uh, here we are. There we are. It's good stuff. Um, update on things. Uh, Patreon is up. Please feel free to donate if you can. Um, the link is in the description. Everything will be uh, explained in the video of Patrick's face. Uh, super fun. Um, follow us both on Twitter if you don't. Recommend this podcast to your friends if you don't. Uh, it means a lot to us. If you uh, give us a rating in uh, a review, you could be the crunch of the week next week, which I know is a highly coveted position. People are already talking already. about it. I'm already getting tweets saying, wow, I want to be the crunch of the week. That's this interesting because this isn't, even isn't out live. Yet, <laughs> that's how popular it is. It's crazy. They just really want to be a part of it. So, yeah, please do that. Would appreciate it a lot. Um, if you have any uh, topics that you'd like us to address instead of us just coming up with one randomly, feel free to DM either Patrick or I, and we'd be more than happy to. Uh, pray about it probably won't happen right away again get off your high horse thinking that we'll do things immediately for you it's not how it works <laughs> we're on another level than you and we can't just give you whatever you want right away um, <laughs> oh my gosh the apotheosis of ethan bam let me be anathema anyway uh yes feel free to dm us um it does take us some time at least for me i need to pray through topics to make sure that i'm not talking about something completely stupid yeah. Um, I don't know how you are, but that's how I am. So I'm kind of down for whatever. Yeah. Down for whatever. I'm going. I'm going. Hesher. Do you know that song? No. It's called Hesher, and it goes. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> anyway. Final thoughts? It's time for me to go, go back to bed. Final thoughts? Pray. Seek a relationship, not an answer. I think... Um... I think our conversation can be summed up in this this quote that I heard once, and it's unattributed. Um, Discernment is falling in love with Christ and doing what comes naturally. So, 
yeah, just fall in love with Christ and just do what comes naturally. There you go. I dig that. I dig it too. I love it. I say it all the time. All right. I think I don't have anything else. I think we're good to go. That was the last thing. Sweet. Uh, Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. And we'll see you on the Twitters. You always do a thumbs up.